Grace Family Church of Rhode Island presents Word of Hope, a sermon series with Pastor Luciano Cozzi. It's meant to be opened, explored, pursued. It's made to be read, reread, applied, and used. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, with wisdom life-changing to lead us on. It's made for guidance to teach us His ways, showing what's true, right, and worthy of praise. It's meant to be hidden deep in our hearts, daily examined as the morning starts. No greater glimpse of God do we have, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Good morning, brethren. We certainly live in a confusing and scary world. But even in a scary world, in a confusing world, we still are able to see much good being done by individuals here and there. We see individuals sacrificing themselves to serve others. And it gives us a little bit of hope. But then, then at times, it, it looks like that light at the end of the tunnel never comes. We, we seem to see that there is some light at the end of the tunnel, but we don't ever seem to get there. More and more people keep looking for something to hang their hopes on. They look for solutions, solutions that are hard to find, and in some cases, they look like it, they're impossible to find. So anxiety levels become higher. Relationships attested every day. And even those places where we used to go to find some escape and some rest have become hard to reach for many people, and for some it seems impossible. So where do we turn to find meaning? And how can we make sense of our world? How can we make sense of our existence? in times like this especially. Unfortunately, many are turning to some alternative reality in, in a futile attempt to make sense of this, of this situation, of this world, of things the way they are. But that's really a trap and, and it never works. So how do we process what we see around us? And what about that flood of emotions that from time to time overwhelms us from deep within? To find the answer, I would like to take you to a town in the Middle East, a town named Capernaum, and it was more than 2,000 years ago. Capernaum had a synagogue. And as usual, on the Sabbath day, people would gather in the synagogue to hear a reading of the Torah, 
and some teaching. But that particular day, however, was quite different. It was a unique day. It all started when a traveling teacher arrived in town. His name, as people were saying, all around was Jesus. Let's read what happened in that synagogue on that day, in Mark chapter 1 and verses 21 to 28. They went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and began to teach. They were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, What business do we have with each other, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet, and come out of him. Throwing him into convulsions, the unclean spirit cried out with a loud voice and came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they debated among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Immediately the news about him spread everywhere into all the surrounding district of Galilee. That's quite a moment in that synagogue. People were accustomed to hearing some teachings in, in that place, and traveling teachers were not rare, so that was not quite unique. But Jesus, Jesus was different from all the others. He was not bringing to them the latest teachings of Hillel or Gamaliel or any other of the prominent teachers of those days. Notice, notice in verse 22 again. They were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Notice what was going on. He was teaching in a different way. He was teaching with authority. But what does that mean? What kind of authority are we talking about? And Mark explains that by recording another event, an, an event that occurred in that synagogue. A man with an unclean spirit was there, and he cried out, he cried out revealing who Jesus was. But Jesus rebuked him, telling him to be quiet. Well, there could be a whole lesson in that as well. But notice that he commanded the demon to come out of the man, and that's really all it took. No fuss, no fight. Perhaps reluctantly, and that may seem to be indicated by the fact that he the demon threw the man into a convulsions and cried out, but the demon had to leave. There was no option, there was no fight, there was no fuss. Jesus said, get out, and the team demon had to get out. It's not something you see every day, is it? And in that synagogue, there was not something that they would see every day by a long shot. 
So notice the reaction of the people. Once again, in verse 27, they were all amazed so that they were debated, they debated among themselves, saying, what is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. They were amazed. Amazed at what? Well, two things were mentioned. One, his teaching. His teaching that it did not sound like the teaching of other rabbis. It was a new teaching. But the second point, second thing they were amazed at is the fact that he had authority. He had authority because his teaching was backed up by God himself. What Jesus shared with those people in the synagogue was not just another teaching. It was a gospel, the good news. And the good news was backed up by the authority of God himself. Remember, Jesus was fully God and fully man. And the things that he did in the synagogue could only be done by God. And so the authority that he demonstrated was the authority of God himself. What he shared with the people, it was the very word of God. And everyone was astonished, amazed by not only what they saw, but what they heard. So what about today? Where do we go to find meaning? Where can we find what we need to make sense of all that we see around us, of all these disconcerting things that happen in our world? And the answer doesn't have to be complicated. The answer, in fact, is quite simple. But it is just as simple as it is important. And it resonates with the words of, the, of Matthew. The Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 11, verse 28, that reads as follows. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Notice what Jesus said, as Matthew recorded it. Come to me. And notice that Jesus didn't say, come to some teaching. Come to a new idea. Come to a new policy or, or politics. Jesus said, come to me. You see, God offers us so much more than just another teaching. He offers us himself. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to be at one with us. And he invites us to come to him. He has already done a lot for us. He came to us. He came into our world. He made himself human for us. And now he is inviting us to respond to that by coming to him. But how do we come to him? Especially today, how can we find that rest that he promised to those who come to him? And the only way that we can come to him is through his word. And his word is recorded for us in scripture. Scripture says it's the record of his teachings that carries his authority. The same authority 
that he had in that synagogue in Capernaum. Brethren, if we want to make sense of this world, we must listen to his teaching. For it is a teaching that has the authority of God behind it. And you can't find that in the social media. You know, sometimes I wonder what it would be like if all the time that people spend in social media, they were to dedicate it to reading and understanding Scripture, the Bible. You can't find the answers that we're looking for in the latest trends of this world. For that matter, you can't find it in sermons either, although the sermons may help us to understand Scripture better or to explain it to us, but they are not Scripture itself. They are not inspired as the Word of God, the Bible, is inspired. You can't find those answers in articles. You can't say, well, I just read an article about the Bible or a devotional for that matter. That's not where God really speaks. We have to find His Word in Scripture, in the Scripture itself, in the Bible itself. So when is the last time we picked up that book and actually read it? Not read about it, but read it. Because Scripture is the written Word of God. The record, the inspired record that has been given to us by the Holy Spirit that draws us to the living Word of God, Jesus Christ Himself. It is through Scripture that we can come to him and find that peace that he has offered us, that rest that only he can give us. But we need to approach him through his word. We need to come to know him through scripture. You see, it is as he reveals himself to us through Scripture that we come to understand the meaning of it all, the meaning of this world, the meaning of life. Because it is in Him that we understand the meaning of what it means to be alive, the purpose and the value of life. It is in Him that we can grasp what it means to be human. It is in Him that we can understand the true nature of this world. Sure, the sciences can, can explain the physical aspects of this world, but, but they don't understand why it is what it is and how it is and who made it that way. It is in Him that we find the ultimate answers and the everlasting hope that He gives us Come to me, Jesus said. Because in him we find the perfect revelation of the Father. In him we find the meaning of that one word that we all look for, love. It is through scripture that we can understand who he is and the love that he is. 
And it is through scripture that we can be introduced to that beautiful and eternal nature of God. But Jesus says, come to me, a person, not a teaching, but to the source of that teaching, to the source of all good, to the Prince of Peace himself, to the Lord Almighty, the one who wants to share his very glory and all things that he has created with you. The one who loves you more than you can ever possibly begin to imagine. The one who pours out his love toward you, a love that is infinite. The one who has authority not only to teach us the truth, but also to make it all happen. To ensure that his promises are not just failed promises, but they're true promises and they will actually come to pass. And all of that, brethren, is found not around, not in the world, but in the pages, in the words of the Bible. So it's time to blow the dust off the Bible. It's time to get back to it. That's the only way that we can make really a real sense of this life. That we can make sense of our challenges and, and find a way to turn them into opportunities. Opportunities that the Lord himself gives us. It is in the pages of the Bible, not some literature about the Bible, as I said earlier, but the Bible itself, that we will meet the Lord and we'll get to know him, that we will learn what love is, and especially the love of God, and how we are called to participate in that, how we're called to participate in his very nature, and how we are adopted as his children, destined to share with him all things, because he has promised and he has declared that he has shared with us, and he's made available to us his Whole glory. And we do that in the pages of the Bible, not through stories, but real life. The real life of real people. People who interacted with God, people to whom God revealed Himself, people like you and I. But they had a special task, a special job to record for us. God's own words. We find there real life lessons. Lessons that have been learned and lessons that were not learned. And the repercussions, the consequences of all that. We find in the scripture a totally different way of looking at life. But it's a way that makes sense. We find the expression of the love of God. And the way we can be part of it, as we keep mentioning. We find true peace. And we find in there, in his word, a deep and profound joy, not only for the moment, but for all that is to come. And we find a glimpse into our destiny, a glorious eternal destiny that transcends everything. 
And that we need to understand if we are to understand this life. What it means to be human. What it means to be Christian. What God has to share with you in his word it's not just another story. It's not just another teaching. It is much, much more. It is life. Life abundant, now and forever. Because what he wants to share through the pages of the Bible is himself with you. So let's get back to the Bible. That's where you will meet him. That's where you will find your lasting peace and rest from the stress of this world. Let's get back to him and to his word. God bless you.